This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Well, I don't often refuse a chance to come up to Mother's for uh, lunch or dinner or anything, or even actually their brunches are really good. But today we are up at Mother's Peninsula Grill up in Arnold. And uh, as promised on the Daily News Brief this morning, we're having lunch with George Young from DCMDVA Weather. Man, how you yeah, been? Yeah, doing well. It's uh, it's It's been a, a good summer so far and already in August. So it's uh, almost time for the dreaded return to school. It's all done. We wanted to follow up and talk a little bit about the weather and where we are and everything else. But first, I want to sit there and say that, you know, we did do the look ahead a while ago. And that's that's really difficult. I, I understand that. I mean, you can't predict that far in advance. But I will have to say that you did not blow one forecast. And I've got my little tracker at home since the last time we've talked. Now, I blew it a couple of times where I put the wrong file in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, know, people are going like. Wait, yesterday was Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Shut up and leave He'd me say alone. the same thing. You know, sometimes it's uh it, it it's still accurate easily in the summertime because it's just like sunny and 88 to 95. So, uh it might have worked out. It it, it could except that you start out you do say what day of the week it is and everything else, but it's fun. But I mean, summer here has been I mean, I, I guess the big story this summer has really been the um the smoke more than anything. I mean, it sure has, you know, those fires in uh, Canada just continue to burn. And if the wind blows the right way, then uh, we get a, a little bit of the, the smoke comes down. And sometimes it's been really bad. Uh, I think to the point where uh, several recordings measurements have been the worst ever in this region in terms of uh, the air quality being bad. So uh, that has been the story of the summer because otherwise it was kind of hot in July, a couple of degrees above average, but it was below average May and June. So we really can't complain. You know, I would say other than last week and and we're recording this on the first couple of days of August, but other than that last week of July, the summer really hasn't been that bad. Not bad at all. Those were really some of the first days where uh, certainly multiple days in a row where it was heat index of 100 to 110. Well, I don't want to say that we are, but boy, I would hope that'd be nice if we were done with that 110 uh, heat index uh, thing before summer. But I, we're in August. We're going to get something. It's probably wishful thinking, but it's uh, low humidity out now. Today, it's great. It's kind of low or lower mid 80s and should kind of be pretty normal over the next week. So uh, it Four more weeks to go, right? And it still can be hot in September. But if uh, if we get to that first week in September, we're we're pretty pretty good to go. A few nineties probably will still hit the map, but we're in good shape. We're still kind of uh, waiting for hurricane season to get going. Well, that and- was one question I wanted to ask you. Is I mean, hurricane season, and I know that's sort of a misnomer to call it a season because yeah. I mean they can come pretty much any time of the year. You yep. can't. What, what was the old commercial? You know, you don't screw with Mother Nature or something like that. I mean, she's she's got her own mind. She's going to do whatever yeah. she wants to do. Hurricane season per se starts what June first and goes through like November. June first through November thirtieth, technically, is uh, yeah, uh, open and closed dates. But uh, yeah, like you said, it it can happen at any time, and it's just been active, really very active over the last it seems like twenty years, uh, more so than not. So. We've seen some earlier storms and uh, but and, you know, it seems like every year the prediction is above average just because whatever the the earth is warming, the the oceans are warmer, whatever you want to attribute it to. But it's played out that way. And uh, even this year, the forecast is for above average storms averages, I don't know, 15 storms or something like that, 17. And so uh, we're at four storms now as of early August, which is right on track. The fifth named storm typically rolls around mid or late August. So 
It seems like it's been really slow, almost dormant, but it's right on par for normal. Well, and just with the name storms, too, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do anything. That's it, uh, right? So uh, name <laughs> storms are one versus landfalling storms and, right. and that kind of thing. And then it's how many major hurricanes you get. And as we all know, it just takes one, just like it does for a snowstorm or or any other storm. And uh, But so far, it's been pretty quiet. And uh, we... we are looking ahead to uh, what should be an active winter. We'll, we'll kind of get ahead of ourselves here for a minute. And that's because it's transitioning from La Nina the last three years to El Nino, which typically means uh, a bit maybe colder and stormier for the eastern United States. So yeah. this should be technically a an active winter. So you could make me happy this winter. Well, if we get some snow, as we possibly, uh, I mean, possibly, as we talk about it in August, fingers crossed in August. But uh, last year was as bad as it gets. Right. Less than an inch. And yeah. I don't know what it amounted to. Maybe point two inches. Well, was, look at look at that. You didn't have to give away that Amazon gift card. <laughs> yeah, there, <laughs> there were no, no gift cards. It was uh, it was really bad last year. And uh, so we'll see. But we've got to get through a lot of time before then to uh, ramp up this uh, hurricane season. And, and the one story is the uh, the, the temperatures uh, of the waters in the Atlantic have just been extremely high, uh, the kind of record high uh, temps of the water. And so that would lead you to believe that uh, clearly the literally the the pool of uh, water that is uh, what fuels these storms is ready to go. It's, uh, you know, it's warmer. And that means that the, the depth of the warmth is uh, critical. And it's just a warmer set of water that's ready for action. And, and the thing that then squashes that typically in an El Nino year, and we're still kind of ramping up is the winds tend to be a little different in uh, kind of the area where these storms form. So you have these two opposing factors, but the water is so warm that we will likely get a lot of named storms, whether they recurve out to sea and, you know, like you said. Disappear or hit land. Well, I, I was reading where they said they like key, the key, waters off at of Key West hit like over 100 degrees in the ocean or something, yeah, which was Yeah, I don't know nuts. if it's truly unprecedented. It's, uh, you know, and exactly where are you measuring that? But it doesn't matter. A, a, a water temp of 100 plus is... Uh, clearly, that's, that's it's, warmer. That's warmer than my bathtub. My, I, don't don't have, I don't have. I don't have a big hot water heater, but I know when the bathtub gets filled to the top, it's coming out cold water at that point. Yeah. So it's probably warmer than my bathtub. And we're just never close to that. I mean, what's the Atlantic in the the summertime? And some something in the seventies when you get into August. You I know, is say it, mid seventies up this up way, or, if that, if that, right? So twenty five plus degrees warmer of water. It just would. I would like to experience it, but yeah. So we'll see. The the storms just have not cranked up and. You know, there's other factors, how much uh, dust is there or uh, sand. There's the Saharan dust layer that, you know, like as winds come off the uh, coast of Africa, sometimes it picks up dust from the Sahara and, and that blows it. And you can even see that even here sometimes, but frequently in Florida, it's a, a factor of their kind of uh the sky, right? So like our sky has been blotted out with uh, Canadian smoke, the same thing uh, typically in Florida and southeastern U.S. Sometimes it comes here where you're like, oh, it's a, it's a bit hazy today. Oh, that's from the Saharan layer of dust. And uh, it's all very active, but it's been really quiet in terms of uh, overall tropical activity. But uh, again, early August, too early to tell. Which is probably pretty good for the people that live in Florida that like to hear that. I, mean, I don't think anyone's complaining. There was just a, a report yesterday, day before Allstate uh, announced its earnings, and they their 
catastrophe losses more than doubled or about doubled from uh, year over year. So what they reported was, uh, you know, from uh, whatever level it was uh, in 21 and 22 or whatever the time frame was. Uh, and, and the point is, it's just things are just costing more. Now, as there are more people with more housing in place and we're in areas that used to be rural and, you know, like things are just getting uh, knocked around. But um, yes, uh, the, these <laughs> storms are just mounting uh, up in terms of losses. And uh, I don't think that trend goes away. Again, more people, population grows. You have more physical things in terms of property. And uh, there was an interesting article I was reading in the Wall Street Journal was talking about uh, hurricane insurance down in Florida. And they're saying this is becoming unaffordable. You've got a lot of people that retire down there under a fixed income. And now all of a sudden, what used to cost $6,000, and again, it depends on where you are in Florida, now going up to $13,000, $16,000 a year. Yeah, I mean, and at, that's at a, a certain huge. point, it's uh, it's undoable. It's just, uh, you know, how can you afford it? And so people will go without insurance and, and take their chances, and that doesn't work out too well if and when something occurs. And then some insurance companies are just not offering insurance. Right, they're pulling out. In sure. certain states overall, in certain states for certain things. And I think at a certain point, like, what are the options, you know, that you just the risk will ultimately increase greatly for the I guess the individual, uh, because if it's not offered, how will you cover yourself? Or if it is offered, how will you afford it? Right. And yeah. this is a I guess this goes for a lot of things, housing and education, you know, like it's, it's the catch 22. Sure. It's the catch 22, but with insurance and then, OK, so you take your chances and then a storm hits and, and you're whatever if if even if it's just your house on the street it gets wiped out and then you're you know you're in a really bad spot so uh these are uh you know not whether they're unprecedented or or whatever they're just different times evolving times like every kind of period is and it will be interesting to see how things go even even here right how how will things progress uh, across uh, the next 10, 20, 50 years in Annapolis as sea level rise continues to occur. Sunny day flooding is more frequent downtown Annapolis. Uh, it's evolve or die in all things. And so we have to make the adjustments. So I, I believe the city of Annapolis is taking steps to mitigate flooding downtown and what they are specifically and how they'll work. We'll see over the you know coming years, but there's no doubt Annapolis is one of the top cities in the country in which sunny day flooding uh, is increasing uh, dramatically. So it's funny that you mentioned that because I just learned today that and I, I'm going to screw up the initials, but Annapolis just had a FEMA rating of seven, which is the I guess the chance of getting significantly flooded or whatever. Oh, wow. And it was reduced. So that basically is going to save 15 percent on anybody that is required by FEMA to have flood insurance uh -huh. or by a mortgage company to have flood insurance. Um, specifically because the city is taking steps to raise city dock and, and to do some mitigation yep. for um, sea level rise, which is really pretty cool. Um, so if you're paying for uh, flood insurance, you can next year you can probably save 15 percent on it, which can be, be sizable. They said the average um, in the city was something like almost eight hundred dollars for those that have it. And that drops it down to six something. It's a it's a big deal. And and we've been pretty fortunate uh, this year. It's been I think you and I have texted a few times like uh, most boring weather year oh, yeah. uh, ever. And, you know, on a certain level, that's perfectly fine. Right. The the, the losses are down and um, the flooding's less and w whatever. Right. And uh, I guess just last Saturday we had 
what I thought were kind of the strongest line of storms that that yep. went through the region and uh, wind gusts finally were 70, 70 something miles per hour in spots and even 80 plus were recorded uh, in D.C. or Maryland. And it did some damage and some people were without power. And we just haven't had much this whole year, again, dating back to last winter when nothing really occurred. It's just been well, on, on the good side of last winter. I mean. Nobody died of a heart attack shoveling snow. No heart attacks. <laughs> there were no days off of school. There were, you know, it was it was that, right? And so, uh, you know, it's okay. If it were like that, I guess it's kind of like, it's almost like we live in San Diego at this point. It's just been boring True. True. Uh, weather and a tolerable summer. Well, George, you asked, uh, you mentioned La Nina and El Nino. Yeah. How, how often do they, uh, what is that cycle? It varies. I mean, it's I guess you have kind of three phases. It's it's either it's in El Nino, which is uh, warmer waters, eastern Pacific. And then La Nina's the waters be, are warm, warmer in the western Pacific, cooler in the east. And then maybe sometimes it's in that transition phase. But, yeah, it seems like every few years, right, you're going back and forth. And uh, in, in general, it's the easy way to think about it. And uh, so, yeah, again, La Nina has been the last three years. It doesn't mean you can't get uh, a big snowstorm in a La Nina and have an off year in an, in an El Nino. But uh, the the overall the pattern, the patterns kind of show certain results. And, um, yeah, it's been a while here. So uh, the chances are improved for us. And I, we had a pretty good snowstorm a couple of years ago, but it's not the one that we're after. We haven't had that, uh, you know, right. major storm warning and a blizzard warning again since 2016 was the last one. So it's a long time. It's uh, and, you know, when you and I did the the winter forecast right. last year, all things pointed to La Nina, no snow. And ultimately, I said, I'm going to go with a lot of snow because of a numerology kind of thing. If you remember, it was right, like right. every six or seven every... years. And clearly it didn't play out. So numerology doesn't work when it so comes to... So you don't mess a... with Mother Nature. She's going to do whatever she wants. But look, in that recording, yes, Mother Nature for sure does. In that recording, if you remember, I referenced the earlier... Was it earlier 2022? There was an, a volcanic eruption, the Honga, Tonga, whatever it was, right? And uh, I referenced that. And of course, no one probably really listens to that stuff and, and hears about it. But um, it is still proving to be a factor and uh, a contributing factor. A lot of people think to, A, maybe that's what uh, sort of helped <laughs> keep the winter to a minimal thing. But uh, it had so much water vapor that it put into the Earth's atmosphere that it's now being pointed to as a potential reason why the Earth's temperature is higher this year than... Oh. Ever because the water vapor is just uh, it's a factor for technical reasons. And so that event now almost two years ago and look, it was a major eruption. Volcanic eruptions typically put ash into the air. This one put water vapor because it was an underwater explosion that uh, did not e eject ash plumes and uh but either way when they're major eruptions like that they they have a multi-year impact on the earth and so it's another thing just to keep in mind that it it could impact uh even it's with it being el nino that the water vapor in the upper atmosphere could keep us a little too warm for but again we're talking about overall global kind of temperature averages we just need it to be 31 degrees or 30 you know like right, right. right there just on the right side of the line and get one storm and again I, we talk about it every year ever since we started doing the um the weather podcast together it has not really snowed <laughs> so barely i, I don't know maybe, maybe there's your numerology i don't know that's it right but, so if we take a day off 
uh, without putting in uh, intentionally without putting in the the wrong day's forecast, it's uh it's it's going to break the cycle. Well, I'll tell you, for those that are just joining, we are talking with George Young with DCMDVA Weather, and he is the most accurate and the only locally forecast weather report you're going to find. Uh, DCMDVAweather.info info. is the website that you want to go to. And that's a really, I mean, it's a real basic website as far as, and I say basic, I don't mean that in what you're giving. Nope, but It is pretty straightforward. Uh, it's, it's straightforward. It's very simple. It's, you know, you, you get the information that you need and it, and it's right there. I and, do a daily forecast. It's it's me putting it up. So it's a human. It's not auto generated based on models. So here's the daily forecast. But it's also satellite radar winds. You know, it's it's all just weather information for you to kind of look at and hop in, hop out and uh, social media, too. And uh, one thing I have gotten away from, I will get back to it. And it, it's been kind of intentional is that the app is still out there on the app store, but uh, I, the push notifications are not. I haven't been doing them for a while and they're uh, really the account is kind of dormant. I'm I'm switching app companies and I've taken a lot of time to kind of just let it sit. But I'm also working on something with uh, another company to try to present some different type of dashboard app style information. So this is a custom thing that um, hopefully I can present uh, to the public here later this year or next. And it, it would be uh, single sourcing, kind of what the app does, but it's it would just be pulling together a lot of weather information in a different form that I don't think anyone really presents because otherwise you would have to pay uh, a fair amount of money for this. So anyways, uh, something good on the horizon. And, and ideally, it would be this kind of dashboard of weather stuff along with uh, a new app uh, on a different platform. So uh, working on it, hopefully by the end of this year, the, my goal is before the winter starts. I, I I feel your pain because we did a redesign of Ion Annapolis and I, it was on my to-do list for a year and a half, maybe two years. And just, you know, finally pulling the trigger. Okay, we're going to pull the trigger in the fall. And it's like, well, why don't we just wait till January? And then, you know, and and, and you, you finally do it. And it's, uh, I, I get that. But that, folks, is a tease because you want to look for a uh, some new exciting changes at DCMDVA weather a little bit later on this yeah. year. So you think we're going to have, we're hoping, at least I am, and yeah. we're going to have a fairly active winter with a shift of... Uh, I think certainly it can't be less active than last year. It should be. Uh, I guess you're safe, it right? Should be, we're safe on that uh, front. It should be fairly active. And again... As you stated before, like what's the cycle? So this El Nino is expected to be kind of a moderate to strong one based on measurements of things and early indicators. It is transitioning into that phase. It should be pretty locked in in terms of a an overall kind of set of variables, a phase before the winter, but it could last two or three winters. So um, often it really is kind of like maybe a back-to-back is a a strong pattern. This back-to-back-to-back kind of uh, three in a row La Nina is not the norm. So we should expect this winter and the next winter to be uh, kind of El Nino and active. So our, our window hopefully is is coming around. So our finger, my fingers are crossed anyhow. I know some people will curse me, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I've always said for years, I said, I like maybe two or three snows that shut the town down for a couple of days. Yeah. Are awesome. They well, are. That's but conversational, uh, good, uh, good footage. You know, it gets the hype going and uh, it, we talk about it every year. There's no topic close weather wise that gets people just sideways on every level oh, they do. as a snowstorm. And what's the forecast and when's it coming and how much how down much to is the 10th of an inch is great. And that's why I do the, 
um, the contest snowfall the- prediction contest down to, uh, you know, it just, it gets, it really is for me, like the essence of social media because people kind of come together. It becomes this cool competitive yeah, thing and it's just fun. Right. And, uh, there's a gift card to be had every time with it. And, um, uh, we're having fun with it. Well, a question for you. I mean, we are not out of hurricane season. We're not out of some our summer weather. Yeah. And with hurricanes, and typically we don't get hurricanes up here in Anne Arundel County. We get the remnants of more powerful tropical yeah. storms or depressions, which are no less damaging. I mean, you know, you look at you know the some of the storms that we've had here. Yep. You know, rainstorms can come. I mean, we saw the, the hellacious bit of wind a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, we've had some serious downpours where the floods are just uh, coming here. What are some safety tips for, um, you know, for folks as we go through the remainder of the summer and the rest of hurricane season, if something were to come, come up the bay or come up here, I mean, what, yeah, How can you know, people the, stay safe? The upside of tropical systems, we typically have a ton of lead time. So uh, we can see those things uh, at a minimum three or four days in advance. If that's if they form kind of close off the southeast coast. But usually it's one to three weeks of this agonizing lead time. And ultimately, you're like, when is this thing going to get here? But uh, so in terms of preparation for that, just just stay tuned to the, the weather and and, uh, you know, Look, most places won't flood around here. If you're on the water, you you uh, probably have a game plan already. Double check your insurance. Make sure your your you know your home and boat and everything's protected. Um, otherwise, you know we just kind of can see it coming and, and make the adjustment when we're within that 48 hour window. Day to day weather is just you just have to kind of stay tuned, which is the whole point of website, app, uh, podcast. Right? It's just staying weather informed and you know the things you can have, I guess, in your car would be uh whatever some kind of uh i don't know flares or a flashlight or you know a coat you know winter coat in the winter in your car at all times kind of in the trunk and but you know some kind of uh you know whatever roadside emergency kit that would would keep you kind of in check if you were on the road and and, and i think too the, the advice that all of the um emergency authorities will say is you know when you see standing water turn around don't drive through it cuz can take you away pretty easily. I mean, it, you might make it through, you might not, and that's uh, a risk nobody wants to take. That's it, right? Turn around, don't drown, and uh, that is uh, easy to follow, but hard to do in practice because you're like, no, nah, there's no way. I've been down this road 50 a million times. times. You know, I'll, I'll go, and, and it just takes that one thing. So, Well, yeah. just very recently up in New Hope, Pennsylvania, there was a uh, situation where, again, it, it was near the Delaware River. Yeah. Uh, and it was a flash flood that came through and they weren't even going through water. It came and it swept away like five or six cars and two people, a, a father and a child. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. they, had, they had left. I think they left the mother and another child off at a store or something like that. And they were going to park the car. And this flood came down and oh, wow. you know, took took it away. So be very careful of that. And I also think that, you know, just you know, silly little things. I mean, you know, we. We have to have our cell phones uh, for any number of reasons. Yeah. Uh, you know, we may need to be on Facebook, but we also may need to make phone calls or text messages to make sure that people are safe. You know, get one of those uh, portable batteries and keep that charged up. I know, gosh, I've got one that I bought it. I can't remember where I bought it, but it's got crazy long power. I mean, it, it'll stay powered up. Power your my cell phone, phone, right? Yeah. You know, and my iPad or whatever it may be for yep. you know, a week or more. Yeah. I mean, I'm not streaming Netflix on, yeah, on yeah. it or anything, but it's. Uh, but so. those things will come in handy and you'll use it even if you don't think so way more than uh, you normally would. 
And again, I know when we lost the power a little bit during the last BGE outage, um, there was a question as far as food in the refrigerator, and and just from what I'm gathering from USDA, uh, if you don't open your refrigerator, uh, or out four hours on the refrigerator, 24 hours on the freezer side right. is what it can probably last. So that's unfortunate. And I do understand that homeowners insurance will cover um, your food spoilers too, if you wanted to, you know, lay a claim into it. I don't think it makes you get a higher rate or anything like that. Yeah. I want, do you have to pay your deductible thousand dollar deductible to get 200 in groceries? Kind I, don't of I, I don't know. I don't know. Apparently you haven't been grocery shopping lately. I mean, yeah, <laughs> might, might, might be worth a thousand dollar deductible to get. It might be. <laughs> yeah. Depend, depending on what it is. Shopping but, light for sure. Well, George is always, thank you so much. Uh, not so much for being here, but thank you for that too. But for uh, the accurate information you give us every single morning, uh, I say every single morning, but Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, um, Probably, what, 48 weeks here? I mean, there's a couple of holidays that we we take off every now and then. But, you know, you do a valuable service to certainly us, to the listeners, to everybody uh, in the area. And again, dcmdvaweather.info is the website. You're, you're accurate. You're timely. And again, you're not a guy up in south central Pennsylvania. You know, you're you're here. It helps certainly uh, being being from Maryland, but now living here. And uh, I appreciate you know continuing to work with you. It's uh, it's been awesome. We're we're right at that six year mark for uh, doing this together. And uh, hopefully, oh, there's don't another, tell me that man. Has it been that long? Hopefully, another uh, six to twenty five years to go. Oh, so mackerel, uh, we'll man. just keep doing it as long as we can. Twenty five sure. years, man. I, I hope to be long checked out by then. <laughs> by by of then, the podcast but... game. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, George. Well, you have a uh, great afternoon. I know you've got to get up to get your, your kiddos on the way. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, orthodontics and gymnastics require uh, constant attention. So as well as, as, as well as constant funding, constant funding, too. But uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, great to catch up again and uh, looking forward to let's see what happens the rest of the year for uh, tropical weather and then right into the winter. And we will get together a little bit sooner than this. We'll be back and talk about winter when it comes time. Yeah, sometime in November. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionannapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday. 